American Family News on Western Key. Several tornadoes carve an over 100-mile-long path through rural Mississippi. Alexandria Hoff has more on recovery efforts. Through federal funding, the White House says that things like temporary housing and loans for uninsured properties will become available for those residents in Mississippi counties pummeled by this storm. Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was on the ground yesterday in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. He took a tour of the small Delta community, which residents say is really nothing but a hollowed shell. Flower shop, beauty shop, barber. Law offices just down the street are all gone. At least 26 people lost their lives as 11 confirmed tornadoes churned from Mississippi's western side to the Alabama line. One death was reported there. Seven people are dead after a Pennsylvania chocolate factory explosion. Police Chief Wayne Holman details the latest casualties. Search and rescue teams have located two more individuals at the Arm and Palmer site. We are still waiting for the coroner to confirm the remaining individuals' identities but we do believe them to be the remaining presumptive missing individuals. A deadly helicopter crash in Louisiana Sunday and Carrick reports. Two Baton Rouge officers are dead, their helicopter crashing near Louisiana's capital city. Baton Rouge Police Chief Murphy Paul with a request. We're asking the community to be respectful of the investigative process because it does take time so that we can release all of the facts related to this incident to the family, as well as to the community. The crash happened in the suburb of Port Allen, west of the Mississippi River. Ann Carrick, Fox News. Could today be the day the grand jury weighing an indictment against former President Trump is scheduled to meet in Manhattan today. More from Gurnall Scott. President Trump made the insistence about a payment to adult film actress Stormy Daniels at a Texas rally Saturday. Not a crime. Not a misdemeanor. His lawyer, Joe Tacopino, on NBC's Meet the Press said this is evidence of a politically motivated case. If you're supportive of Donald Trump or detract or don't like anything about Donald Trump, mm -hmm. we should all be concerned as citizens in this country about the weaponization of, of a prosecutor's office. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg cites evidence he says is campaign finance fraud as reason for a potential first ever indictment of a former president. Gernal Scott. Fox News. The president of a Texas university canceled the student-led drag queen show because he said drag was demeaning to women. Now a free speech group is suing. Steve Jordahl reports. President Walter Wendler of West Texas A&M sent an email to the school that said drag shows do not preserve a single thread of human dignity and the shows stereotype women in cartoon-like extremes. He called them derisive, divisive, and demonizing misogyny and compared them to blackface. Attorney Brad Dacus of Pacific Justice Institute, which is not involved in the case, says the president makes a good point. The president of this university was well justified in concluding that drag queen events uh, are misogynistic, are demeaning of, of women, uh, and there's a reason that uh, feminist groups across the country are starting to uh, to push back. The campus free speech group FIRE, which now stands for Foundations for Individual Rights and Expression, is suing the college and its president. It argues that drag is protected free speech. Dacus says Supreme Court precedent likely holds a similar view, but he sees a difference. It is very demoralizing. It is a dehumanizing of women. It's the job of a president of the university to maintain a sense of decency where students can express themselves without having to uh, feel demeaned and dehumanized. And he says it's possible a court could see the same thing. The court may well distinguish expressions of thought and ideas from actions that cross the bounds of decency 
I'm Steve Jordahl. Shares are mixed in Asia after stocks on Wall Street shook off a weak start to end higher last week. U.S. futures and oil prices were higher. The S&P 500 rose six-tenths of 1% Friday, marking its second straight weekly gain. Concerns that higher interest rates are squeezing lenders have revived fears of recession and raised uncertainty about policies of the Federal Reserve and other central banks. More news online at AFN.net and the AFN mobile app. I'm Rusty Pete.